0: Hey folks, this is Jesse Cope, back with another episode of the American Soul Podcast. Hope y'all are doing well, wherever y'all are, whatever part of your day in you're in. If you're getting ready for work or driving to work, lunch break, conference period, doing dishes, laundry, whatever it is that you're doing, I appreciate you joining me, giving me a little bit of your time. I appreciate y'all that continue to tell others about the podcast and share it with them. Uh, I hope that y'all get a little something out of each episode and that it helps our country at least just a little bit. We're going to go for one of our little walks this morning. I have two puppy dogs that have been very excited to go so far and one kitty cat, but the cat is not very excited. I uh, will tell you that I have killed for the second night in a row a five to six foot chicken snake in the coop. I think the first night it might have got a chick. I'm not real sure. I haven't been able to count them all, but I'm definitely getting eggs. So it's dry, dry, dry. I think that's why there's more this year maybe than in past years. They're just looking at any rate. We'll go ahead and get going. A little windy in the background, hopefully not to the point that you can't hear the podcast, assuming that that's something you still want to do. What are we going to talk about today? We are going to talk about Christianity as the foundation of America. And we're going to start, actually, with a couple little excerpts from before America was even a nation. Just general information we need to have in our tool back, right? So let me make sure I put these. Yeah. March 7th, 1638, the Portsmouth Compact was signed that the establishment, the settlement of Portsmouth, which is now a town in the state of Rhode Island, Uh, The purpose was to set up a new independent colony that was Christian in character, but non-secretarian in governance. The text read, We whose names are underwritten do hereby solemnly, in the presence of Jehovah, incorporate ourselves into a body politic, and as he shall help, will submit our persons, lives, and estates unto our Lord Jesus Christ, the King of kings, the Lord of lords, and to all those perfect and most absolute laws of His given in His Holy Word of Truth, to be guided and judged thereby. And I'm going to read another one uh, from New York in just a second, folks. But the point is, from the very beginning, we have been a Christian nation. Uh, we were founded that way, and and the idea that we weren't is just either completely dishonest. Uh, We were founded that way right here. We're talking about before we were even a nation, just the continent, Uh, people coming from the old world to the new. They weren't coming to spread atheism or Buddhism or Hinduism or general deism. They were coming particularly for a place of freedom to worship God the Father of Jesus Christ. And, And this is the dichotomy or whatever the right word is here, folks, that we talk about so often. You have to have freedom of religion. You have to allow people to make their own choices. You can't force faith onto a person, uh, despite what the Muslims try and do across the world, and you can't force a person not to have faith. But what the people that came to America knew and what our founders knew was that if we didn't have faith if, if we didn't follow the teachings of Christ, which almost demands some level of faith, that the republic couldn't last. You, you can't have freedom and liberty. There's a quote I just ran across by John Adams talking about democracy leading into anarchy. You know, this idea that we're a, a democracy is, is not true. We're a republic. You can say it's a democratic republic, a constitutional republic, uh, whatever you want to, however you want to phrase it, but we're a republic. And there's a huge difference in this, this mob rule mentality that we see today, which goes directly against this, this relationship between government and the principles of Christianity that we see here, right, from the Portsmouth Compact, and we're going to talk about a few others. When you go against that relationship, you end up with this anarchy anarchy and tyranny and, and just absolute chaos, which is that quote from John Adams that I should have brought, but I didn't. So we'll go on a few years, 1665. This is New York colony legislature. Whereas the public worship of God is much discredited for want of painful, meaning serious, and able ministers to instruct the people in the true religion, It is ordered that a church shall be built in each parish capable of holding 200 persons, that ministers of every church shall preach every Sunday and pray for the king, queen, the duke of York, and the royal family, and to marry persons after legal publication of license. Sunday is not to be profaned by traveling, by laborers, or vicious persons. Church wardens to report twice a year all misdemeanors, such as swearing, profanity, Profaneness, Sabbath breaking, drunkenness, fornication, adultery, and all such abominable sins. So again we have a colony here, getting, you know, just a little bit closer, where there's not only this relationship but this reliance. Both of these you see the the governance, the political functioning of the compact and the colony tied to the teachings of Christ, to God, to the Bible. They leaned heavily, as did our founders. You know, there's a, a great quote in one of these books. Again, I'm trying to mention this each episode, folks. If you don't have a copy of, um, sorry, a little fawn just ran by on the road about 15 or 20 feet in front of me, and I thought maybe the dogs were chasing it, but they don't appear to be. So. My brain went away. Oh, Patriot's Bible, Founder's Bible, uh, America's God and Country Encyclopedia of Quotes. Phenomenal resources. I'm actually using all three today, I think, and I often do. If you don't have a copy for your home, each of these books ought to be in every single classroom across the country. But certainly in our homes, folks, we need this so that when you hear somebody saying something that you, you know in your heart isn't true, You can go and find the actual facts, the comments to back that up. And these books are well-referenced. I wish the Patriots Bible was a little bit more referenced, but there's dates there so you can at least look the stuff up. But the Founders Bible and America's God and Country Encyclopedia Quotes, extensive, extensive bibliography with links to the courses that they use. So you can pull them up yourself, which is great. And so many of these documents, you, you can go and find them yourself online from multiple sources, so you can check them and make sure that you're, that you're reading what you think you're reading. At any rate, I got a little bit off on a rabbit tra- trail there. I apologize. I wanted to read one quote. I don't read this very often. Charles Carroll, signer of the Declaration of Independence. I ran across it again a couple weeks ago and probably try and come back to it because it's such a great quote. Without morals, a republic cannot subsist any length of time. They, therefore, who are decrying the Christian religion, whose morality is so sublime and pure, are undermining the solid foundation of morals, the best security for the duration of free governments. Just, we're a republic. We're not a democracy. We're a republic, and we're a Christian republic. And all the people that you see today, just like when Carol was talking, all these people that are trying to undermine Christianity, whether they admit it or not, folks, regardless of what their words are, their actions speak very loudly and very clearly. They're trying to undermine and destroy, or they are undermining and destroy, America. And and you you can't have this both ways, folks. We talk about this, you know, there's a great, I'm going to go back to the Churchill biography at some point in the next couple of weeks, and and there's a great comment in there. I think Churchill actually made the quote, but somebody in his sphere was talking about every time the Nazis got kind of quiet, the British public went back and they thought, oh, okay, we're good now. He's going to stop right here. Uh, he's not going to do anything else. See, there's no need to have another war. Uh, we're We're good. And, and we do that every time there's a lull from the left in America today. We, we go, oh, okay, all right, good. We, we finally got it stopped. We're not going down that path anymore. And that's just, it's ludicrous, folks. And we're, we're foolish to believe that and, and to live our lives that way. You cannot have coexistence between people that, as Carol said here, who want to undermine the republic, who want to destroy America, I won't say one, you don't know a person's heart, but whose actions show that they are destroying the Republic and, and people who cling to those foundational principles, that faith, the the principles of Christ at some point, one side or the other is going to have to submit folks. It's just a fact. There's no logical way to get around that. Um, and, And we really need to wake up and realize that, especially in our families, in our culture and education, because that's where it starts. We've been living in a bubble for way too long, way too long. So I think I've got time. I'm going to pull a couple more. These are kind of lengthy. At least the first one is, this is from March 27th, 1854. This is a Congress of the United States of America received this report from Mr. Meacham of the House Committee on the Judiciary. What is an establishment of religion? It must have a creed defining what a man must believe. It must have rights and ordinances which believers must observe. It must have ministers of defined qualifications to teach the doctrines and administer the rights. It must have tests for the submissive and penalties for the nonconformist. There never was an established religion without all At the adoption of the Constitution, every state provided as regularly for the support of the church as for the support of the government. Make sure you heard that part, folks. At the adoption of the Constitution, every state, the colonies then, provided as regularly for the support of the church as for the support of the government. At the adoption of the Constitution. Down to the revolution, every colony did sustain religion in some form. It was deemed peculiarly proper that the religion of liberty should be upheld by a free people. Had the people during the revolution had a suspicion of any attempt to war against Christianity, that revolution would have been strangled in its cradle. This is so, this quote right here is so imperative to today, folks. You need to really hear this as far as the left, your fellow citizens, the one you live with on a day-to-day basis. You need to really hear this when they start talking about separation of church and state and how America is was founded as a secular nation by our founders or, or, or however they want to spell it, by the elites or the non-elites, right? This quote, had the people during the revolution had a suspicion of any attempt the war against Christianity, that revolution would have been strangled in its cradle. There would have been no acceptance of an attempt to destroy or attack Christianity by the citizens of America at the time of the revolution. At the time of the adoption of the Constitution and the amendments, the universal sentiment was that Christianity should be encouraged, not any one sect denomination, Any attempt to level and discard all religion would have been viewed with universal indignation. The object was not to substitute Judaism or Mohammedism or infidelity. Sorry, one of my puppy dogs and my kitty cats decided that they're going to not be impressed with each other. And the dog snapped at it. I don't really blame you. Any attempt to level and discard all religion would have been viewed with universal indignation. The object was not to substitute Judaism or Mohammedism or infidelity, but to prevent rivalry among the Christian sects to the exclusion of others. It, Christianity, must be considered as the foundation on which the whole structure rests. Laws will not have permanence or power without the sanction of religious sentiment, without a firm belief that there is a power above us that will reward our virtues and punish our vices. In this age, there can be no substitute for Christianity. That, in its general principles, is the great conservative element on which we must rely for the purity and permanence of free institutions. That, Was the religion of the founders of the Republic, and they expected it to remain the religion of their descendants. There is a great and very prevalent error on this subject in the opinion that those who organized this government did not legislate on religion. I have to read that last line again, folks. There is a great and very prevalent error on this subject in the opinion that those who organized the government did not legislate on religion. What this report is saying is that the country was founded on Christianity. The founders knew that, and they they couldn't have imagined that Christianity would ever not be the religion of their descendants here. This is such a huge point, folks, huge point. I, I talk about this in my own words, which are much poorer than this multiple times, but this is a Christian republic, and it can only survive as such. Our institutions must be based on the principles of Jesus Christ or they can't survive. And you see that education I go to constantly is a prime example. But you could look at law enforcement. You can look at our military today. As soon as we start to stray from the principles of Jesus Christ, those institutions start to crumble. And they are today. And, And this report from 150 plus years ago knew that. In Congress, they knew that we had to have Christianity, that it was intended by the founders to be part of our public policy, our legislative procedures. And so then in May of 1854, a couple months later, the Congress of the United States of America passed a resolution in the House which declared, the great vital and conservative element in our system is the belief of our people In the pure doctrines and divine truths of the gospel of Jesus Christ. If we don't have a people, it's kind of like Coolidge's quote. If we don't have a people that follow the principles of Jesus Christ, it's over, folks. And that's where we're at. And then, so where we're at right now, and I was going to talk about this if I have a little bit of time, just briefly. We're going to get to education again. Probably tomorrow Uh, because I think there's a story that we need to kind of hammer on. I don't do that very often. We'll see. But our institutions are going to crumble if we don't have Jesus Christ at the core. And, And our founders knew that, later generations knew that, and acknowledged it like Congress did here in the House. We have to have a people that follow the principles of Christ. And if we don't, And we have a large percentage that don't today and have pushed for 80 plus years to get God out of our institutions, Christianity out. Then we've got a decision to make. We keep going down the path to the uh, secular communist socialist countries that we've seen throughout the 20th century and even into the 21st. Right. China, uh, Russia, Stalin's Russia, Nazi Germany. So all of these or. We manage to turn it around at the ballot box somehow and convince our fellow citizens that they've got to have a change of heart and mind or we get a fight. You know, some of y'all talk to me about the podcast, uh, send me texts, messages, etc. If you've seen another door, let me know because I don't. There, I don't I don't think there is another door, folks, and we need to at least acknowledge that. Uh, And and a huge part of this, you see this in education. We're going to hit this a little bit more, a lot more. But look at the numbers and the increase in percentage of students nationally that are being homeschooled. And and the private schools and the charter schools, there's something going on out there, folks, and, and people are desperate to find a solution to it. all goes back to as this report in Congress said taking Christianity out of our institutions. All right, I'm gonna leave y'all be. We'll talk some more obviously a huge subject go back over that again that's a great report in Congress. you want to go back and read that again or listen to it or look it up folks. Phenomenal tool to have in your in your bag. God bless y'all. God bless your families. God bless America. Thank you so much for joining me. We'll talk to y'all again real soon. Looking forward to it.